welcome to a series of unfortunate sequels, where we explore the highs and the lows of cinema's most enduring franchises. My name is John. And I'm Rebecca. And today we're going to be talking about the lowest rated movie in the Highlander franchise, The Highlander, The Source. <laughs> yeah, uh, this came out in 2007, has 3.1 stars on IMDb. Way lower than the first one. It is way lower than the first one. I'm gonna be honest, lower than it should have been. Don't get me wrong, mm. it was bad. It was very bad, but not as bad as some of the other <laughs> three point <laughs> areas we've seen. Yeah, I think it's a hard one to test because, like, um, I guess it depends on how you want to rate things in terms of how good it is. I mean, I think we have the best rating system, so I think we're <laughs> fully qualified to do this. The way I always like to rate things is, did it do what it was intending to do, is kind of how. Because I think putting everything on the scale of, is it good? Like, you're comparing everything to what? Schindler's List? Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's just not everything's trying to be Schindler's List, so. Schindler's List didn't have any fast-forwarding immortals uh... in it, so, I mean, this might be better. I'll say this. I think that the rating is fine, but I think the rating for the first Highlander movie was way too high. And that was that's where my problem is. Because I found this way more entertaining than the first Highlander movie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know I've upset someone. But that movie was so boring. And it made no sense. And this one was at least funny while it wasn't making any sense. It's true. They There was just a lot of unexplained stuff. Yeah. And then on the other side... A lot of overexplained stuff. <laughs> and you know what? They just fucking ran with it. Yeah. And they... I didn't care about any of it. So <laughs> But the thing is the first Highlander movie did that exact same thing. There was a lot of really overexplained stuff and really a bunch of unexplained stuff. And it was over two hours long. This one was eighty seven minutes. It was a tight eighty seven minutes of crap and it was great. Now, I will say they, much like Highlander One, I think, decided, you know what we can't afford? a fight choreographer, <laughs> but they solved it in a much more creative way mm -hmm. than just having terrible fights. Yeah, there were terrible fights with like really great camera zooms and effects and people running fast. You know how like in like vampire films, they try to... <laughs> They try to do that, I'm going to run real fast effect. That, like motion blur yeah. running effect. Oh, every fight. Oh, it's so good. And it was accompanied with what really sounded like a moth's wings batting. Because every time <laughs> I saw him running around in the background, I was like, is that, a, is that an insect? Oh, no, it's him. Okay. <laughs> I guess I just... <laughs> you don't really think about how goofy it would look if someone could run really fast. <laughs> But it looks really stupid. It does. It never looks badass. You mm. got to do that thing that they'll sometimes do in vampire movies instead where someone will just appear instead. Yes. That's way better. You like, you get like the motion blur line, but you don't see the action no. of them. Of, it's kind of like yeah. a flash line or some shit mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, that's cool. That's fine. But anyway, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. Let's start from the beginning. <laughs> Where they give us the rules of Highlander. <laughs> yes, it was very helpful. It opens up with three rules of being an immortal, which they should have started the first movie with, too. Yeah. It would have been very helpful, but I guess that would have, I guess, given up the, <laughs> would have given up the goat that he was a Highlander. So, <laughs> rule one, 
Highlanders could only be killed immortals. by cutting off the heads. Highland, Highland the immortals. Mortal, immortals can only be killed by cutting off the heads. I still, even after two of these movies, I still want to refer, refer to all the immortals as Highlanders. Um, rule two. Immortals cannot have babies. Mm. Ever. That was rule three, but I'm with you. Rule two. <laughs> um... Can only be one. No, honey. Um, if you uh, an immortal who kills another immortal absorbs their power. An immortal who kills another immortal absorbs their power. It's a corollary to there can only be one. I love or... how you you couldn't remember <laughs> these three rules that we already knew. There was a lot going on. <laughs> was there? There was a lot going on. Yeah, and besides, was... they break all the rules of the immortals anyway. So who fucking? I know. <laughs> They really put an emphasis on that last one, which should have been a red flag to me real quick. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's true. Although you did predict it anyway. so I did. <laughs> so we start in Eastern Europe, where you might ask, <laughs> Eastern Europe. <laughs> Who cares? It's all the same. Uh, it's Eastern Europe. It is post-apocalypse times, and we we learn a little bit about the area. We find out that there are two immortals in this area. This is all given to us by a narrator who is mm-hmm. the one woman in the movie. Yes. Anna. <laughs> now, there is a source, which is to believe it's believed to be kind of a holy grail of peace to those who believe in it, such as Zai, one of the two immortals who's looking for it, or one of the two immortals in the city. And then the other immortal, Duncan McLeod. He doesn't believe in this source nonsense. He's a way too cool for that. <laughs> Wait, McLeod? You may recognize <laughs> McLeod from McLeod McLeod. <laughs> they say Clan McLeod so much in this. And like, I just can't. When you say it really quickly, Clan McLeod of the Clan McLeod. McLeod of the Clan McLeod. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, now, at this point, I was wondering, is he like the son or like a descendant of Connor McLeod from the first one? He's not. I don't really know what happened between the first movie and this one. But Duncan mentions at some point he's been alive since the 1500s from Scotland. Mm. He's the Highlander. So I, the I don't know. Highlander. The new Highlander. Highlander 2.0. Were there two Highlanders at the time and they just got split up? I don't know what happens. One was the Lowlander until Connor <laughs> became up. not a Highlander anymore. So we open to uh, a nice early scene of sexual assault to kick the movie off. Yeah. And we also get some nice rockin' music to go along with it. And Duncan McLeod rescues Lady and Mm -hmm. confuses her for his lady, Anna. We don't really know a whole lot about her yet, but we'll find out. Mm -hmm. This isn't her. This is just to show us that Duncan's good guy. He saved woman. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. We also get a bit more exposition in the way of, I guess, uh, uh, computer hacker people, it seems <laughs> I, like. I like, cannot get over these there's... guys. I don't know who they were, and they were scattered across other parts of Europe. <laughs> yes. Uh, Central Europe and Paris. Paris. And I don't know why they, they specify like the cities. They're like, Americans know where Rome is, right? Yeah, because they needed a religious person. So, of course, he had to come from, <laughs> from Rome. Rome. So, we find out that all celestial bodies are going to be aligning soon, which is going to just bombard the Earth with radiation, which is something they mention in the beginning oh. as like a, uh-oh, maybe it's bad. This will no. never come up again. The alignment of the celestial things is 
literally only ever used from now on to be something that they are running towards because they will find the source there. Yeah, it's like at this whole movie, I really thought we were on another planet because they kept like looking up at the sky and seeing these giant planets really close. Yeah, we were like, like fucking Tatooine or some shit. Yes. Like, where the fuck are we? It's still Earth. This was going to happen still in the post-apocalypse. Earth. The planets are going to get closer to us. <laughs> Now, the Highlander who was looking... God damn it. The Immortal who was... <laughs> <laughs> the, the Immortal who was looking for the source, Zai, he goes to... Some, I never caught why he went to this specific building. I'm sure no maybe idea. they told us at some point, but he breaks into some building, gets shot Sean. by the guard there. I didn't even think about this, Sean. What the fuck was he doing there? I don't know what he was <laughs> what doing was there. there? <laughs> He he goes upstairs, does a really flashy sword maneuver to stab an elevator. Oh, yeah. That's good. And then he opens up some comms to the rest of the internet people who we met in the other parts of the Rome. And they're like, oh, where is the source? He's like, oh, lucky for you. I wrote down the coordinates. And then he pulls out a piece of paper, which is soaked mm. through with blood, and he can't read it. And he's like, oh, man, dagnag. <laughs> womp, womp. Uh, so he tries to explain it to them instead. But then... The Guardian shows up. This is the best thing about the movie, is the Guardian. The Guardian runs real fast. He he fast forwards everything. <laughs> he in this scene and in no other scene moving forward is wearing a neck cone mm-hmm. that makes him look like pyramid head almost. Yes. Yeah, so during this whole fight, John and I were having a discussion if he could win in a fight against Pyramid Head. I'm on the side of Pyramid Head I personally. Think, I think he could beat Pyramid He's got so much speed. I don't know if our marriage speed is going to work out. Speed and finesse over brute strength and clumsiness is my motto. I think even if he were wearing that metal neck thing, Pyramid's head big ass weapon could just fucking crush it. Oh, he it for sure could, but he would never connect because this guy's fast like a moth. <laughs> Famous for their speed. All he has to do is hold the candle up and he'll fly. <laughs> he did always seem to be drawn to. Oh, that's to light. true. Now that I'm he thinking wants about the it. source. Yeah, this guy's great. Um, he doesn't really talk in this scene. The fight scene is like Chef's Kiss, though. So oh, good. It's so good. So fucking good. Um, now one question that we had was. Hey, this guy's wearing some pretty sweet neck protection. Why aren't all the fucking immortals wearing neck protection if there's only one fucking way to kill them and it's to cut off the... Is this the only guy who knows what's up? But as I was giving him props, uh, he decided to never wear that neck protection again for the rest of the movie. It was wild. Although no one tried to decapitate him either. Which is really funny. But like, I mean, he had a really dumb looking collar on that did make him look like Pyramid Head. Someone could have just had like a metal collar or something. Like, you yeah, could, anything. You could have found something to protect your neck. I didn't even fucking think about that. That's hilarious. Uh, but anyway, he makes quick work of Zai. Yeah, so my uh, favorite part is at the very end of the fight. When he like flips him around and slams him into this giant conference table, which splits in half in a way that... Obviously, it was cut beforehand with like very neat, like dog, like these. Uh... Imagine a cartoon where yes! there's like an earthquake and the ground <laughs> splits open. That's what this table looked like. It was so good. It was really good. Anyway, then he gets decapitated. This won't be the first cartoon like imagery in this movie either. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Even before this was the run with the, when he ripped that guy's head off, the pyramid oh, head yeah. guy, he like ripped some guy's head off and then ran across this like the screen 
while like throwing the head to the side, I guess, and the head rolled down the stairs and the head was such bad CGI and him doing his fast run across the screen. If you're going to watch any scene in the movie, I would make it this anything with pyramid head in general. But and if you can get a little soundboard on your cell phone <laughs> that you just press the button and it goes or like play that every time he fucking runs away because he will frequently pick a fight and then like kill someone and then run away (laughs) or like the benny hill theme (laughs) would be really good too uh so anyway duncan sees the aftermath of this fight because you know since a highlander was killed all the windows exploded except also a whole building exploded yeah so duncan obviously run straight to it he also yelled at the quickening which this is not even what's happening in the movie it was just like this is a highlander thing so i guess we got to put the quickening in here real yeah quick. exactly just yeah. like you got to put the highlander rules in mm-hmm, even mm-hmm, if you're mm-hmm. not gonna fall yeah <laughs> uh duncan challenges this dude to a fight it doesn't look like it's gonna go well for him but luckily good old joe shows up now, we don't know who the fuck Joe is. The only reason we knew that this guy's name was Joe is because Joe drives his truck straight into the Guardian. And as the Guardian is being knocked away from the fight, flying through the air, he yells out, Hey, Joe! <laughs> I'm so curious now, because how the fuck did he know who Joe was now? Like, he must... Joe must be a character from, like, a previous movie or some oh, shit. Oh, maybe. But, like, it was... The why it was like it such was a so goonies fucking hey you guys <laughs> yeah it was like because up until then he hasn't really spoken so imagine if you're watching a movie and it had like pyramid head in it and then he did like a bit like this where he went hello everyone <laughs> he went hello everybody hello. oh it was so good uh so I there was a whole scene here. I didn't write down a lot of it. All I wrote is uh, Anna is seeing visions of some shit, mm-hmm. which she'll do throughout the movie. Yeah. I don't think the visions, I mean, they don't make a whole lot of sense to us. And then when she's asked to explain them later, it doesn't seem like they make oh, a whole lot so of sense good. to her either. It's so I'm so just good. not going <laughs> to. They also never tell us why she's having these visions or anything like that. Just that I guess she's chosen to find the source, something like that. It's real generic. Yeah. They uh, She's also the the former lover, by the way, mm, of yes. um, Duncan McLeod of the Clan McLeod. <laughs> uh, which we actually get a bit of an info dump for here while <laughs> while he's unconscious in Joe's car. We find out Joe is a watcher. That probably means something to someone, but it meant fucking nothing to nothing us, and it'll us. never come up again. Okay, so he is another high. Oh, my God, he's in the first Highlander. He's Joe in the first High. What? Wait, who is Joe? Oh, no, this is a show. Never mind. Oh, okay. So he was in the Highlander show that ran from 93 to 98. He was in Highlander Endgame. That might have been it. Okay. Yeah, so we don't know him. You might. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, basically, Anna used to be married to Duncan, but dumped his ass. Because she wanted babies. Oh my fucking Christ. Okay, so much about this just enraged me. One, the flashbacks are so badly shot. And it's really funny. But, um, okay. So he tells her, I'm an immortal. This is after they got married. I was born in the 1500s. And she was instantly like, cool. She just like believed him. Now, John, I love you more than anything in the world. Would not believe your ass if you just fucking told me that. That's fair. And he says he can't have kids. So she's like, well, I want something you can't give me. And gives him back the wedding ring. And like, my guy, would you just like leave your partner if they couldn't have children? That's so fucked up. Right. Like if he wasn't an immortal, they were trying to conceive and they just found out that his it's not going to happen with his sperm. 
what the hell I, I'm so tired of like woman want baby movies and like she'll do anything to get it. Oh God, they drive me up the wall. This will be especially confusing at a later scene. <laughs> yes. And I just like, you can adopt a baby. <laughs> I'm just so confused. I'm so, con- there's so many ways to get babies. But I want a baby with Duncan <laughs> McLeod or the Clown McLeod. <laughs> I just, I'm, I don't understand. Uh, so. Duncan goes to some monastery with Joe to look for the source, and they meet up with some the the other internet people that we had met at the earlier scenes there. Yeah. We got some names. <laughs> this is when we realized that they're not the bad guys. Yeah, we just assumed then, they were the villains because mm-hmm. they were so villainy looking. I know. They had like these red glasses on the whole time. Right. I really wanted to be one of them. <laughs> yeah. They basically it looked like they were wearing like red Google glasses. Yeah. So like Talking we automatically thought that they were villains. I, I also thought they were gonna just be in those rooms the whole movie <laughs> would have, they would have been safer there yeah. things didn't go great for them <laughs> but spoiler yeah. so we meet the these these are all also immortals uh there's giovanni the the, <laughs> the christian italian the christian italian who's definitely not german <laughs> definitely not definitely not uh there is uh mythos Met, uh, yeah, Mythos. Who, he's there. He, he wears just, leather, and they compliment him on how uh-huh. cool he looks in leather. And he just looks a lot like Duncan McCloud. He does like look so a much. bit like Duncan McCloud. Yeah. Um, He might be a writer for the movie. Maybe that's why they, Ooh. maybe that's why he got the line where everyone's like, man, you look so cool. You seem pretty out of <laughs> place otherwise. <laughs> and then there was the kid. Oh, yeah. Poor kid. The, the, the young the one. His name was... Can I IMDb it real quick? Maybe you'll remember it before I do it. Mm. Reggie. His name was... John. Was it Reggie? John. I think it was Reggie. I edit these. <laughs> edit that so I look real smart. No. Do it. Yeah, that's what makes you look smart, knowing uh, Reggie's name. And... Yeah, so they're there at the temple too. They all meet up. They all know each other. They decide they're going to get in here because apparently there's some elder here who's going to teach him how to get to the source. Mm-hmm. That's what they deciphered from Zai's final message, I guess. We didn't hear a lot of the audio there because we were watching that fucking guardian run around like a... Sorry, a cat just knocked something off. Something. I hope he's okay. <laughs> all right, so they're going to see this elder. So they're going to see this elder. They ask for the elder at the door. A bunch of old people answer and like, no elder here. <laughs> Only us youngins. Get my skateboard. <laughs> but then Anna shows up and climbs through the window. Cause, and she then they're like, ah, hi. now that Anna's here. Well, actually she climbs in through the window. They're like, oh, okay, cool. You're here. And then the others just fucking drive through the door of the mm-hmm. monastery in their cars. And they're all cool. They're like, ah, oh, no, you guys can go see the elder now that Anna's here. Mm-hmm. And we'll discuss who's covering the damages to our temple afterwards, I guess. (laughs) Now, the elder is, he reminded me of like a blade. Oh, you you said you've never seen Blade, right? Mm -mm. Oh, he reminded me of just like some blade villain, kind of. (laughs) That's a very blade aesthetic. He's just kind of in a crown. It's kind of like this, this really like a big guy. And he says that the source comes with a price. Oh, no. What price is that, you may ask? We get a little flashback scene. Ooh, Ooh. To a Mad Max film. Mad Max film shot <laughs> in what seems to be Mars. Everything was bright red. 
there was a, another group of immortals who was also looking for the source, including the elder when he was not an elder mm-hmm. and a guy that, I mean, I don't mean to brag, but I immediately recognized <laughs> as the guardian who's Uh-oh. been chasing around. See, you don't need to remember Reggie's name to be smart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got I it. I got the smarts. Yeah. So something happened. They got there and the elder was like, but the source was not meant for us. So we were mm-hmm. cursed. I became oh. this man that I am now. And the guardian or like, you know, that his guy. friend, yeah. he had to take place of another guardian who had attacked them when they first got there. Mm-hmm. And now he's become the new guardian. Yes. In this flashback, we see kind of where the source is. And we also see a woman walking towards like all these planets and bright lights. They never explain who this is. And no when she idea. turns around, does she look like Anna? I don't remember. I don't remember either. I could not tell. Like, it's is this supposed to be out. Anna? But in the past, is Anna like a descendant? She's not an immortal. Who was that lady? She had braids. I have no idea who she was. Nope. It's never explained. Nope. That's fine. I guess. <laughs> but speaking of the Guardian, he's now also here. Mm-hmm. Luckily, Reggie thinks he's good enough to give this old man a a one-two. He's not. No. And he's just immediately, the Guardian's got Reggie's own sword to his throat, but luckily, good old Joe. The not-immortal. The not-immortal comes to his rescue, shoots him a few times with a shotgun, which is an interesting weapon for him to carry around knowing that he's just around immortals. Oh, my God. Who knows, but... This time, the Guardian kills our good old friend Joe. And then they really linger on the mourning of Joe, even though we could not care less. They do. But I guess if you were a fan of the show and past films, maybe you would be like, no, my Joe. Yeah, we get a lot of scenes of just people paying their respects and It takes him so long to die to sad music. Yeah. He lets Connor know that he's it's his destiny not to Connor, be the honey, one. It's Duncan. Oh, yeah, fake Connor. <laughs> he lets Duncan know that he's it's his destiny to be the, the one. Uh, he's as bland as Connor. <clears throat> Luckily, now they're like, all right, well, there's a whole altercation here. Duncan doesn't want to go find the source. He thinks it's Huey, but they finally <laughs> convince him to go. But they don't know where to go, so they turn to the prophet, Anna, to tell them <laughs> where to go. Luckily... Her prophet vision is laser focused and she responds, water. That's it. Yeah. So, it's so funny. It's so funny. They get a boat, I guess. <laughs> they, it's legit. It. She's, she sees flashes of different bodies of water and she says water and then they're on a boat somewhere in the water. Yep. Heading towards the source. <laughs> <laughs> the, the laziness of the writing. <laughs> I get it. Sometimes you're like, I would love to do that in a lot of books. Just be like, eh, fuck it. (laughs) Because of reasons and shit. Yeah, TM, TM. (laughs) Uh, But they're in the water and they're on their way to some part of land where the source is. Oh, my God. The captain lets them know that that's where the cannibals live and he's not docking there. Oh, my God. So... He drops him off there. Oh, my God. What is all this? And there's a cannibal fight. (laughs) This is a really good fight scene, though. It's very funny. Yeah, the cannibals are going to set some random dude on fire, so Mm -hmm. they go to rescue him. Reggie starts the fight off by fucking Naruto running into the fight. Oh, I forgot about that. (laughs) 
Oh, it was so good. It was the weirdest shit I've ever... He doesn't do this again throughout the movie, no. but this was one shining golden moment of, of anime. <laughs> no one knew how to shoot a fight scene in this film. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's a big fight here along to more metal music. <laughs> it's very... If this movie's from 2007. It's got that vibe. Ooh, it's got very 2000... If you, that if edgy. you dig 2007 mm-hmm. music you're going to get your fill in this movie. Oh, and then afterwards they do a slow walk to the theme. Fake queen theme. Yeah, the what we are prince what's princes something with princes. Princes of the I'm I'm Darkness. the, the, I don't the know. one. But it it was it's that queen song, but it ain't queen singing it. <laughs> they like slapped 2007 bullshit all over it. Mhm. So you know, it was good. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's John's like prime music love time though yeah that's all he listens to still hey how dare you (laughs) now they sleep in a cabin they've uh they've they've won the fight and they find a cabin and they're gonna sleep in it (sighs) there was a lot of conversations that happened there i didn't write down any of them they were all kind of fake exposition but what is important is that they do post up a guard Mm -hmm. to make sure that they don't get snuck up on by the guardian it's good old reggie it's good old reggie (laughs) who's been drinking all night he's fucking hammered the guardian just walks up behind him and just takes his own sword again and slices them all up and then i mean but first reggie is just like has a gun which like they keep showing reggie with this gun over and over again and then he's just kind of trying to shoot the super fast guardian and missing over and over again it's so funny dude yeah it was wild Mm -hmm. Um, and again reggie my dude you know there's only one weapon that's gonna work i can't take how dumb everyone is you're you're an immortal. Yeah, you know you this. Know. <laughs> uh, well, Unfortunately, no one could help because everyone was either asleep or having sex in the woods. <laughs> uh, Reggie gets sliced up, but they don't take his head off, so no big deal, right? Wrong. Wrong. We get a flashback scene to the elder saying, "The closer you get to the source, <laughs> you will lose your immortality." Why? Because and reasons. Yeah, that's true. Water. I can't believe you just totally passed by Duncan and Anna fucking in the woods. I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't pass by. I just assumed they didn't finish. So <laughs> they were cuddling though when they heard the gunshots. Oh, it was a quick lay mm. mm-hmm. against a tree. Against a tree, nice and comfortable. And like we were getting it from the back, and like it's, it's like I think it's from like the guardian's point of view. So it's going by really fast, kind of and yeah, janky. It was very weird. It was super weird. But, you know, the Guardian's anyway. a freak. He's watching. <laughs> He's freak. I like how you didn't think it was memorable to mention because they didn't finish the yeah. sex. <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to bring them up, like them getting back together because <laughs> Duncan didn't finish. <laughs> yeah, no, if there's no orgasm, it doesn't count. <laughs> now, they go off into the woods again to find more source, but... The cannibals are there, and they capture them. Why? You know. Why are they there? How are they not dead? Because things and stuff. We don't know, but they're there. Now, they're all tied up. (laughs) They're going to be eaten. And but first, the cannibals have to dance in the woods and not look at them for like 25 minutes. (laughs) Yes, the cannibals are just celebrating celebrating their soon-to-be feast by all taking their eyes off the feast and not posting a guard. 
So the guardian runs in and frees Anna and is like, you have to come with me or I'll kill the rest of them. She goes and is like, catch up with me, guys. They're still fucking tied to this <laughs> She had faith, post. man. I don't know what her plan was, but luckily for all of them, their ropes catch on fire. No, no, no. Starting with yeah, yeah, yeah. the Giovanni, the priest guy, mm-hmm. who gets free and they're all like, oh, nice, Giovanni, now free us. But he's like, no, I've been chosen by the Lord. I will be the one. There can only be one. And he just fucking dips and leaves them there. Mm-hmm. Luckily, Duncan's rope also burns. <laughs> I don't know why they were kept here in these ropes that were going to be set on fire. I like th- It was a very poor uh, hostage situation they had there. John, why are there cannibals in this movie? Cause I, mean, I you, can't get over you it. You gotta eat. <laughs> John, it doesn't count if you don't finish and you gotta eat. So eat people. <sighs> so Duncan gets free. You're a beautiful man. Thank you. <laughs> and he cuts free his friend Mythos too. And Mythos was like, I wouldn't have cut you free. Mm-hmm. But he's like, you got my back now. So they run. I want to know more about Mythos because about two and a half minutes before this, he flexed that he has met Jesus. Yes, that was that was a flex. He's very old. The religious person was like, "God, is, how could this oh, happen yeah. to a good Christian like me? And he's like, dude, I've met Christ. You're nothing like him. You suck. <laughs> Christ would fucking hate you, dog. <laughs> so they go free. The cannibals finally at this point are like, wait a minute, where's our meal? Shit, we forgot to look at them for the past 20 minutes. So they go chasing them into the woods. Luckily, they're fucking blind because Mythos and Duncan just like duck behind a tree mm. and they all run past them. But or the, motorcycle past them. Motorcycle past them and horseback ride past them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a combination of tech here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they do find Giovanni. Yeah. And Mythos is like, sweet, let's get the fuck out. But good old Duncan, good old our Duncan. boy Duncan's like, nah, I gotta rescue him. Mm-hmm. So he goes to rescue him. He frees Duncan, or he frees Giovanni. Giovanni immediately dips again, <laughs> leaving like, Duncan. All right, bye, thanks. <laughs> and Mythos has to rescue Duncan. And then Mythos is like, go find Anna. You're the best of us. It was always meant to be you. Twas your destiny. Mm-hmm. Get ready, because John's about to repeat all of this in a second, just yes. like the movie did. <laughs> now, Giovanni gets close to the source and sees a figure uh, in <laughs> the, the trees. trees. With the light shining down, who I guess he mistakes as Christ or something. He's like, oh, is it my time? Am I the one? And uh, it was the guardian. So he jumps down and is like, nope. And then (laughs) lops the head off. The way he was like hovering in the trees was very good, though. It was so good. He definitely spider climbed like Mm -hmm. up there and was so proud of himself. He was. I like that he prepped it, too. He's like, I'm going to wait yeah. here. It's going to be oh, really dramatic. Wait, wait. Sun, moon's right behind me. Good, good. good. <laughs> Looks good. And all those planets for some reason. Now, Duncan finds Anna. And he's about to go up to her. But the Guardian intercepts. Oh, this fight scene, guys. Now, they're real close to the source now. And what that means is that Duncan also has fast forward powers yes he's like becoming the guardian i guess so yeah yeah now the two of them have an entirely fast forwarded fight 100 percent fast forward and it is golden you may be thinking to yourself oh i bet you could choreograph something that looks cool while fast forward Mm -hmm. you probably could but they couldn't Mm -hmm. it is just hilarious and it ends with (laughs) 
Oh, the best. <laughs> now, when I said that that table breaking would not be the last of the fucking <laughs> Looney Tunes physics in this goddamn movie, they're fighting and Connor, or Duncan, Duncan He's moving real fast, so he's running circles around the Guardian, right? And the Guardian is just spinning in a circle, blocking all of his blows. And he ends up doing that for so long and spinning so fast that the Guardian drills himself into the fucking ground like a cartoon. And then he's stuck there. He's stuck there. First, John, I thought he was doing it on purpose. Right? Like he was going underground on purpose. And he was going to pop stuck. out like Naruto. And I have no idea, but it was so good. It was just like he looked like an ice skater who was yeah. spinning really fast. And you know how, like, uh, you know how if ice skaters do it too long, they drill into the ice. That's mm-hmm. like what happened. Yeah. <laughs> and then they get stuck. Uh, and they get stuck. Oh uh, God, it's so good. Now he's like, "All right, now you got to finish me." But Duncan's like, "No, I'm not all about that life, bro." <laughs> Duncan doesn't finish. So Duncan doesn't finish. <laughs> so I don't even know why I'm bothering to mention it. <laughs> so nasty. And apparently that was the test. Yes. The test the whole time was not about strength and about being able to beat the Guardian. It was about, well, okay, so let me be more clear. No, John. Let me be more clear. They say it was not about strength. It was about purity of heart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But let's be clear here. Mm-hmm. He had to beat the Guardian, mm-hmm. so it was also about strength. Because if he had just lost to yeah. the Guardian, he would have fucking died. Yeah. <laughs> the movie, though, then flashes back and skips around to the rest of the movie to show us Duncan McLeod of the Clan McLeod being pure of heart. Yeah, if we were going to... It's so funny. If they were going to edit like a five-minute music video to go along oh, with this movie, that, they yeah. show all the clips that would have been put into mm-hmm. that music video, and we get mm-hmm. to watch them again. Who cares that we already watched them all some of just them. minutes ago? Yeah, some of them very recently. Uh, oh, God. So we get to watch all that again, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then we get more exposition about how the source isn't what people think it is. Um, it's, it's not death. It's not death. It's life. We're going to get that line a lot. And of course, we all know what that means. It means that Anna and Duncan are getting a baby. So then they're just like standing in the bright blue light naked and like staring and smiling at each other. And then the last shot of the film happens. And it's basically, if you've ever seen 2001 A Space Odyssey. <laughs> and it was, it was definitely... <laughs> It definitely felt like they were going for that feel like, oh, this is going to be... People are going to be discussing the end of this movie (laughs) for decades. I don't know about that. But yeah, they just show a glowing blue fetus, which apparently is inside of Anna now. I can't. But you can. It's over. That's it. How would you rate? (laughs) Wow, you're jumping right to the rating. What are you looking at? Oh, my God. Oh, no, I was just pulling the... So I mean, just you know, how'd you how'd you like it? Did you? Uh... I mean, it was hilarious. It I was did. Very I definitely good. called. Anna's gonna walk into the source and get pregnant. She called it very quickly. Um, yeah. We knew one of two things: she was gonna get pregnant, or she was or gonna, gonna die, die, so that Duncan could become the hero he was always meant to be. Yeah, which is <laughs> <laughs> what happens in these movies. She's literally the only woman in it, except for the woman at the beginning, who you see her boobies because she's getting attacked by men. Um. I'm just, it's so, it's frustrating that that's the message. (laughs) I'm fine with them trying to 
subvert the the violence the violent message of the first one i guess like the only way to gain power is to kill those weaker than you sure if you want to say that life is more important than murder okay but anna leaving him made no sense especially because she's saying she had visions of this it was always meant to be this way she never had to leave him oh i forgot to mention that other scene that i said i was gonna go back to okay yeah go the one that makes her leaving extra confusing. Mm. They're talking about it on a boat, and he's like, you left me and everything, and I'm surprised that you haven't found another boyfriend oh, yeah. to have babies with. And she's like, I never wanted just someone's babies. Like, yeah, I what? wanted yours. <laughs> like, then why the fuck did you leave? <laughs> you were never going to have his babies if you left. Yeah. That was never in the car. <laughs> Makes no sense. Just adopt a baby. Can I get that in a movie, please, where someone's trying to get pregnant and they can't? They literally can't. You can find one. (laughs) (laughs) Just take one. Do you know you can just go take babies? (laughs) It's like taking a baby from a candy store. John, John, Rebecca, and John of this podcast do not endorse stealing babies. (laughs) Please do not steal babies. But yeah, I... Did you like my subversion of that quote? Like taking candy from a baby? Yeah. Taking a baby from a candy Mm -hmm. store? I got it. Still, please don't steal babies. (laughs) Uh, the movie was hilarious, but I did overall hate a lot of the messages it was pushing, and there weren't, like, any women in it, and it was all white people, except for the immortal blob guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that's uncool. I guess yeah. it was 2007. That's true. Had a lot of important messages, like, it's not about <laughs> being strong to kill those weaker. Mm-hmm. It's about being strong so that... You can lord it over those weaker, and then they can die. <laughs> and then they explode. <laughs> yeah, we didn't mention that. The Guardian just explodes into light. So he did still kind of kill him in a way. Yeah, it makes no sense. Killed him with kindness. <laughs> Is that what they mean? Is that what they were teaching me in school? <laughs> I've tried. No one's exploded into light. but And I've worked at a lot of uh, customer service jobs. <laughs> That'd be a great power. But I would rate Highlander, the source, um... Five minutes of super fast running. <laughs> One pyramid head, because pyramid head is cooler than the guardian. He is. He is pretty cool. Um, I'm gonna subtract a Joe. Oh, <laughs> too soon. Because <laughs> you cared. Um, minus fifty points for the portrayal of women in this movie, <laughs> and the lack of any other representation. Really. <laughs> also, why? Why is it only these dudes that are immortal? <laughs> What's going on here? Yeah, that's how immortality works. I will add one corkscrew spinning down into the earth because I laughed very hard at that. It was so good. It was really good. And I'll I'll give it a Reggie Naruto running. Oh, that's also good. Because that was great. And then I'm just going to subtract 87 minutes, which is how long this movie was. <laughs> and I'm going to add two glasses of wine, which is how many I needed <laughs> to get through it. <laughs> That's good. It's a good rating. How would you rate Highlander the Source? I would rate Highlander the Source one more miracle baby because mm. Highlander classic. I mean, it made a little bit more sense in the first one. It was still stupid that the gift was like, you can have kids and die now. <laughs> like, cool. <laughs> but yeah. I would also give it uh, one. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I would. Give it one sweet neck guard. Oh, yeah. 
they should have been like five sweet neck guards if oh, the other immortals yeah. knew what the fuck was going on. But, I, mean, I, uh, I guess it wouldn't have helped them as I got closer to the source anyway. That's true, I guess. Yeah, poor Reggie. Reggie. Never forget. Rip. <laughs> and yeah, I guess I would just subtract. Um, oh, actually, no, I'm not going to subtract anything. Oh, shit. I'm going to add <gasps> the fact that Duncan McLeod is the first person in Highlander that I've seen who does not fight with the sword. <laughs> I think he with... has one at some point, but the the Guardian broke it really fast, remember? Oh, yeah, and just murdered Joe with it. Yeah. I don't know where he got those other weapons from. I, I must have oh, missed yeah. it or some shit, but he's, he's he basically... Fa- I, I'm forgetting what they're called now, but if you've ever played Diablo 2, <laughs> it's the weapon the assassins use. Oh. I feel like they're called katas or not katas. No, that's something else, but... Yeah. Yeah. Basically just like sharp blady points that you hold in your fist. Forgot about that. They must have been Joe's, I assume. Mm. We just weren't paying attention. I want to see Joe using them. <laughs> we'll have to watch other Highlander films That's or the true. show. Maybe he's awesome with them. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, those were cool. Uh-huh. Is that your rating? That's my rating. Okay. <gasps> that was the lowest rated Highlander. Yay. Yay. We have done it. We have done the franchise. We did the thing. I don't think I'll watch any other Highlander film. <laughs> no, I think we got it. I think we got the gist of it. Um, we do know what we're doing next week, but we don't usually talk about that. Well, since we know what we're doing, let's just... Yeah, that's true. Our next franchise is going to be The Howling, which Ow. I'm really excited about because I've never seen it. Um, the highest rated is the first, obviously, and the lowest rated is going to be the lowest rated film we have ever done, and I'm really thrilled. Yee. John doesn't know what the rating is. I'm going to have him guess afterwards. Oh, I'm going to be very excited. <laughs> Well, until next time, watch the best and save the rest for us. Hello, Joe! Hello, 